0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm Randy Bushover. The program highlights local businesses and services in the region. And if there's a local business or service you'd like to hear from, send me an email at randy.bushover at intercom.com. With me is Michael McCartney, president of Avalon Cyber, and Michael, easiest softball question for you: What is an Avalon Cyber? What do you guys do?
0: So, uh, thanks for having me on the on the show today, Randy. I really appreciate it. Look forward to the opportunity to, to have the conversation today. Um, Avalon Cyber is really designed around information security and the management of that of, of um, companies and employees' data, so that and, and we can manage that and look for the types of anomalies that may. Uh, pose a risk to an organization uh, that would make it easier for an adversary to gain access to protected data, as well as um, some proactive um, uh, services to uh, monitor for those types of anomalies and that type of activity so that we can detect and respond in a much quicker and more efficient way.
1: What size staff do you have? So
0: all in, Avalon is, um, and I'm a part owner with uh, another gentleman, Uh, we have about 170 employees across six cities in three states. The Avalon Cyber Division itself is about 15 individuals dedicated to uh, the monitoring, the eyes on glass, the vulnerability assessments, the penetration tests that are done that companies do to try to figure out where they are from a baseline perspective, from a risk perspective, Uh, and also the incident response component. Which is something that I I hope all of your listeners never have to call me for, uh, because if they do, that means they're really in trouble. They have a breach on their hands and they need to hire some people to figure out just how extensive that breach was and whether or not they have any legal obligations to report that.
1: So, if I got this right then, 15 techs that do kind of the, the working on the web. On the cyber side, yeah. The rest of the people do what? function is So, co-op. we have
0: a lot of other service lines at Avalon. We do a lot of legal, a lot of services in the legal community. Our biggest client base is law firms across the country. Uh, and so, we do... Um, you know, legal copy and scanning, e-discovery processing. So when companies get involved in litigation, they typically have a lot of electronically stored information that needs to be processed and reviewed by attorneys before it gets turned over to the other side. Uh, you may m- remember during the presidential campaign when uh, the FBI announced that they had another 180,000 emails that they needed to look at, and they did it in about a month. Um, that's the type of technology that we provide to, to our legal team as well to be able to get through a lot of data quickly.
1: And certainly ransomware has, be, has come into the fore more prominently, and especially locally. Uh, I know a couple of companies have not exactly come out and directly said it, but indirectly you can infer that there have been some major problems at some larger businesses because of that. Is yeah.
0: that is that a growing concern? Uh, absolutely, Randy. It says um, there's been some st- statistics that have come out that say that there's a, there's going to be a ransomware attack every 23 seconds in the United States this year. Uh, That's going to go down to 14 seconds. Every 14 seconds there will be another ransomware uh, detonation uh, next year. And so uh, we probably get engaged to assist companies in ransomware investigations probably two or three times a month. Um, And the biggest concern with ransomware is that not only does it completely lock you down as a business and takes away your ability to perform the products and services and the business that you're in, uh, it's a completely internally focused exercise for a company. Like for about 58 days on average, uh, everybody, all hands on deck are trying to figure out this problem. And so nobody's selling. And, and providing products and services but beyond that what we found over the years especially the last few years is that the ransomware attack itself is almost a crime of opportunity so what we find in and when we get investi- when we get hired to investigate is we go in and we try to determine three three questions um how did they get in how did the adversary get in what vector did they exploit to get into the environment Where did they go in that environment, laterally moving to financial databases, HR databases, whatever? And then the biggest question of all is what did they access or what did they take? Because that triggers your notification and disclosure obligation under every state in the country's laws. Um, But what we find in those investigations is that the adversary had been in that environment for several weeks, if not several months prior to the detonation of the ransomware. And so they're living off the land for, on average, 191 days before they're discovered or before they detonate. And so uh, we try to determine whether or not they accessed any other protected data, your employees' HR data, your financial information, um, prior to the detonation of the ransomware, where that – you know, typically is like a crime of opportunity. They've already gone in. They've already exfiltrated a lot of data that they can sell and make money on. Oh, and by the way, on the way out, they're going to blow you up, lock you down, and get another five grand out of you for for holding your your network hostage.
1: Having established the issues with ransomware, is is it fair to say or not fair to say that that would be the biggest risk to the small and medium sized businesses you deal with?
0: Well, it's one of the risks for sure because it's the most immediate. Uh, but the risk prior to the detonation of the ransomware is just as big. Right, Because if an adversary is on your network living off the land and they have access to your data um, and they exfiltrate that data or they access that data, depending on the state you're in, um, you are under significant legal obligations to report that. And not just report it to the affected individuals, but in many cases and in many states, you need to uh, report that to government agencies. The New York State Attorney General's Office, my former employer... um, uh, the New York State Consumer Fraud and Protection Bureau, the New York State Homeland Security uh, Department. Uh, and if you're in a particularly regulated industry like academia or education, New York State Department of Ed and any other, you know, sort of oversight regulated body <clears throat> that you may fall under. And by the way, not only are the people that you that were affected that you notified are not happy, but those government agencies are not your friend. And they're going to open up regulatory inquiries and they're going to ask very uncomfortable questions about what did you know, when did you know, uh, who did you hire to investigate it. Oh, by the way, show me all your vulnerability and pen tests for the last three years. Show me the findings reports from those vulnerability and pen tests that you've done the last three years and show me your remediation schedule as a result of those pen tests and and vulnerability assessments. And by the way, if when they ask you that, you say, I don't even know what a pen test is, you can bet that the sanctions and fines that are statutorily authorized within these laws are going to be significant. Um, But if you can show that, hey, wait a minute, we got a program, we do regular volume pen testing, we have regular cybersecurity monitoring in place, and it just happens. And by the way, it just happens to the Department of Defense. It just happens to JPMorgan Chase. It happens to a lot of other very more, much more sophisticated companies. Um, That is going to be your mitigating factor and it's going to help you negotiate a a lesser uh, fine and sanction.
1: Listening to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN, speaking with Michael McCartney, who is president of Avalon Cyber, and a couple of areas of follow-up. You just mentioned pen tests. Uh, certainly, this is not something that's brand, brand new, but uh, with the evolution of everything being on the internet and everything being linked, and especially for, uh, well, I guess all companies. I was just going to say investment companies, banking, securities, that sort of thing, but the, the necessity of that for them.
0: <clears throat> yeah, Randy, absolutely. Um, You know, the only way to truly test the health and welfare of your IT environment is to to regularly test them, inspect what you expect. Right. Um, So by conducting vulnerability assessments and penetration tests by a third party, um, can essentially kick the tires on your IT environment and determine where you are from a baseline perspective, from a security model, as well as the vulnerabilities that exist within your environment that could be exploited by an adversary. Uh, so a vulnerability assessment is essentially just that. It's, I analogize it to my former law enforcement days of essentially walking around the building, jiggling the doorknobs, right, trying to slide open windows and doors, seeing what windows and doors are, are wide open, which ones are shut have no locks on them, which ones are shut have locks, but maybe the wrong locks, right? That's the vulnerability assessment. The pen test is where we take it a step further. And we actually act as the adversary. And when we slide open that window, that vulnerability, we actually crawl through it, try to make our way up to the second floor office and to the left-hand drawer of the desk where the checkbook is kept, right? And so those are the things that are done. And it's truly, really the only way to test um, the health and welfare of your environment. I analogize a vulnerability assessment and a pen test that, by the way, I recommend all companies do at least once a year. I analogize it to like your annual physical. If you were to ask me, Mike, when was the last time you went to the doctor? And I said, Randy, I've, I've never been to the doctor. You'd think I was crazy, right? Right. It's the only way to go in and, and get your blood worked on and get the, a checkup and test for those silent killers, the high A1Cs, the high cholesterols, the bad liver enzymes, all those things, right? We wouldn't think for a second uh, to not, go and have an annual physical, right? In fact, we schedule our annual physical in the doctor's office as we're leaving it from our previous physical. Um, So when I ask uh, business owners, like, when was the last time you had a vulnerability or pen test? And they say, well, we've never had one. I'm like, you've never been to the doctor? Like, you physically have never checked the health and welfare of, by the way, the most critical, important asset that a company owns. A company's, my company, we own lots of assets. We own buildings. We own fleets of cars. We own equipment. We own all kinds of things, but we also own our IT infrastructure. And so what a lot of business owners don't realize is that the most important asset in your in your company is your IT infrastructure, which houses, by the way, the most important critical data that allows you to provide the products and services that you do. And if you're not investing in those that asset and protecting that asset and testing and, and securing that asset, then you know you you are at risk significant risk because these types of events you've probably seen in your research randy that sixty percent of small to mid sized companies that suffer a data breach will be completely out of business within six months shuttered
1: and uh just to kind of ride on top of that that we've we've talked about all the possibilities uh, that exist for people to get into your system actually it's the people That use your system, the employees themselves, who are basically the number one risk, which should be kind of self-evident, I guess, right? Yeah,
0: it is isn't. it isn't. It's surprisingly, I mean, I think we'd all agree in this room that uh, the weakest link in any information security program is our end user, our employee, right? We give them devices to do their jobs but we do nothing to monitor what they're doing on those devices or what those devices are doing on the network. Uh, and it's not so much monitoring to see what websites they're going to, or, you know, if they're goofing around on their job, it's more of the device, the operating system that runs on the device and the types of exploits that adversaries can use to exploit that operating system and can control that network because that device is on the network. And so, um, Clearly, without question, that is the vector that the adversaries are using today to get in. Yeah, we've gotten pretty good on the edge. Our perimeter protection, our next generation firewalls and intrusion detection systems, intrusion protection systems, and antivirus to a lesser extent because it's pretty useless today. Um, It gives us a false sense of security that we have our perimeter secure and that's the only way in. Uh, It's not. Every single endpoint every single employee that has a device that's connected to the network and to your point multi you know connected multiply uh, and through multiple access points to the network uh, is, is, is the significant risk and there's and the good news is is that there's technology that exists and services that exist that can be deployed to those endpoints to secure and monitor them in a much more efficient and effective way
1: so just to repeat areas of service for you uh, at Avalon cyber, managed detection and response, vulnerability assessments, penetration testing, incident response. Somebody wants to go into that or just have some kind of a run through about what to expect or uh, get out of their employees as far as what they're doing on the internet. How would they go about getting a hold of you?
0: Oh, easy. You can go to our website at uh, www.teamavalon.com. We also have a separate site for uh, avaloncybersecurity.com. Um easy to get a hold. Just Google search me, Mike McCartney. You should find me pretty easily. Um, And I'd be happy to walk through and do a consultation on, you know, what we think we can do to help.
1: Shouldn't be surprised that right off the bat, internet is the best way to get a hold of somebody who (laughs) tracks people down on the internet. (laughs) Michael, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for the time. Randy, thank you very much for having me. I enjoyed it. Michael McCartney, president of Avalon Cyber. And this is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN.